The four last things are traditionally death, judgment, heaven and hell. There are two questions about death. The first is, is death a consequence of the fall and thus not part of God's design for the universe or is it integral to the notion of life itself? Theologians are divided on this question. On the one hand, almost everything we rebel against is a way of railing at death. Death is the barrier that prevents us overcoming limitation, being reconciled, putting things right. But it's very hard to imagine there being the possibility, let alone the space, for new life if old life didn't disappear or disintegrate. Even sin is somehow secondary to death because it's death that prevents sin from being redeemed and fitted into a larger story. So the heart of faith is the conviction that in Christ, God has either overcome death or shown a love stronger than death. Such a vision is inspiringly captured by Edgar Bainton's And I Saw a New Heaven.
of the four last things, the most theological attention has focused on the spectre of judgment. The traditional view is that Christ sits on the throne of God and separates the redeemed from the damned, sending the first group upstairs and the latter group downstairs. There are many vivid paintings and carvings depicting this awesome scene. It's not clear whether it takes place individually at the point of our death or collectively on the last day. There are two major problems with the traditional view. One is that mercy is fundamental to the heart of God. There can be no mercy without justice, but justice is ancillary to mercy. The second is that it's impossible to conceive of the all-powerful God choosing, consenting or being compelled to send part of creation to eternal destruction. What matters most about the judgment is the vindication of the oppressed and the conviction that nothing bad lasts forever. Here's another inspiring piece from the book of Revelation, The River of the Water of Life by Malcolm Archer.
discourse about heaven and hell has been far too dominated by the obsession about who goes in which direction. The more interesting question is, what is heaven actually like? I understand heaven in four dimensions, being utterly with God, ourselves, one another, and the renewed creation. There will be no work in the conventional sense to do, because all work is in some sense repairing the breach, to use Isaiah's phrase. All work is somehow putting right or completing something broken or incomplete. And that won't need doing. Heaven matters today because our lives now are given to us so that we might anticipate how we shall live forever. That means we celebrate and cherish creation, uphold the vulnerable, enjoy the diversity of God's children, and spend time with God because this is what we'll be doing in heaven. Faithfulness simply means living God's future now. Here's the best known celebration of the glory of heaven, Handel's Hallelujah Chorus. <laughs>